The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Yoma has been dedicated in memory of Mazal Bat Esther Baghdadi and Yosef Ben Mazal Baghdadi by their family. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Daf Vav. Today's Daf has been dedicated anonymously in memory of Arlette Tamir. Ruach Hashem Tanihena Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Le'alun Ishmat, Acham Baruch Rafael ben Miriam and Avraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem, Tanihim, Began Eden. Amen. We are beginning today on Daf Hei Amud Bet, 11 lines from the bottom, starting with the word Peligi. Peligi ba b'nei Rabbi Chaya and Rabbi Yohanan. We have a mahluk between the sons of Rabbi Chaya and Rabbi Yohanan. Hadamar... One rabbi says, Aharon banav that the order that they were dressed, that they got dressed by Moshe during the Zayin Yemimiluim, it was first Aharon, the Kohen Gadol, and then his sons were dressed. The Hadamar Aharon ubanav bebatahat. Another opinion says, no, Aharon and his children were actually dressed simultaneously. The Gemara elaborates, Amar Regarding the keton, which is, let's say, the tunic that the Kohen would wear, who mitznef it is the hat, everybody agrees on that, those two garments, that it was actually Aharon, that was dressed first, and then, subsequently, uh, his children. That uh, everybody holds. Now, it should be pointed out that... Why did uh, the Gemara Abaye choose these items? Ketonet umitsnefet. Why are these items uh, special? So the Mefrashim really explain that vechen she'ar begadim shel kohen gadol. That they actually dressed Aaron with not only these items first, but also with the choshen, the me'il, the seats, and the ephod. They actually almost all dressed except for his belt. So they explain that why Abayah chose these uh, garments. These items uh, are worn both by a Kohen Gadol and a Kohen Hediot. Those are the similar items. As we know, the Kohen Hediot wears four garments, and the Kohen Gadol wears eight. Four out of the eight that the Kohen Gadol wears are similar to the Kohen Hediot. So it's uh, just chose over here, for example, the Ketonet and the Mitznefet, which is both... Kohen Gadol and Kohen Ejot. It should be pointed out that obviously Mechnasayim, the pants, is obviously also was um, uh, discussed here. Uh, they also came first. Uh, Tosfor explains that the reason why Abaye did not mention Mechnasayim is because Mechnasayim are not really mentioned anywhere. Not in the Tzava'ah of the Meluim and not in the Asiyah. Because I guess it's assumed that they're wearing okay. Mechnasayim. Of course, in the Ut issues, uh, they probably put on the Mechnasayim by themselves even. That Moshe did not even have to dress them. Moshe dressed the Kohanim during the Meluim. So he dressed them on the subsequent garments, but he didn't dress them on the Mechnasayim because they probably put it on themselves. In any event, the point of the Gemara is regarding the other Begadim, there's no Mahloket. Aaron got his clothes on first. And his children got the clothes on second. So then what's the argument over here? Who came first? 
So the Gemara does say So you look in Parashat Tesaveh, where the laws of the Miluim are discussed, commanded. If you look in Parashat Sav, where the laws of the Miluim are executed, it's clear that Aharon got dressed first. That's clearly in the Pesukim. Kipeligi, the argument over here is where? Be'abnet, regarding the belt. Now again, Aharon wore a belt, and the... Children of Aaron also wore a belt. According to the opinion that says it was Aaron, and then his children, what's the logic? Because it says in Parashat Sav, when they were actually doing it, it says, Very clear. And they belted him, right? They, they wrapped him and they tied him up with a belt. Vehadar ketiv, and then it says vayagor otam abnit. Then it says they were belted. So therefore, you see what came out on first, and then um, his children. You see clearly the pesukim are specifically talking about the abnit. Uman the amar aharon ubanav bevatahat. And according to Peter, that says it was simultaneously. Ketiv vehagarta otam in parashat tzaveh. When it talks about the commandment to do all the laws of the Miluim, it says in the Pesach, Hagarta Otam, and you said uh, you should belt them, Mashma, together. Now the Gemara is going to ask, what does it mean together? How do you, how do you tell Moshe dress two people or four people, whatever it is, simultaneously? It's the Gemara's question. But this is the Gemara's saying. So comes the Gemara and says, Ulman de Amar Arorubana Bebatahat, according to the opinion that says that it was simultaneously that they go, they want to put on their belt. They had their belts put on at the same time. What does he do with those pesukim? Clearly, it says vayagor oto, and then it says vayagor otam. Because the Quran says, "Amar lecha," he'll answer you. Hahu, those pesukim that were written by Parashat Tzaveh. Abneto shel Kohen Gadol Lo zehu abneto shel Kohen Ejot It's come to tell you That the belt of the Kohen Gadol Is not similar to the belt of the Kohen Ejot What do you mean it's not similar? So look at the Tap Rashi On the Yevav Amud Rishon Kilomar Le'olam kra de sava'a davka bevatahat The Pesukim in Tzav those are the main pesukim when it says the hagarta otam in the savai. I should say the savai. Those are the main pesukim, and therefore when it says the hagarta otam, it means that they were dressed uh, simultaneously. Ah, so what does it say? Vayagor oto, and it says vayagor otam. The palginu and the asiyah that it separates them. The lamedenu ba to come and teach us she'en abnetim shavim. That tells them we're not the same. She'ne'emad b'maaseh abnet shokoin gadol ve'tavnet shesh mozar techelet ve'argaman lamadnu shehu shel kilayim. That the belt of the koin gadol was actually a mixture of wool and linen. It was shatnez. The shesh. Ketna. Shesh is ketna, that would be linen. Right? When it says shesh, utchelet amra. And techelet would be blue wool. Ve'avnet, 
Habanim and the Avnet of the children, no Pira Shekatubi Mahayu. It really doesn't tell us what it was made out of. Bashmi'in an Hacha, the Abnetosho Kohen Gadol, lo Zeu Abnetosho Kohen Ediot. Shezeshel Kalaim, Vezeshel Boots. Which we saw what it says in the Pasuk, Vayagor Oto, Vayagor Otam, it's not discussing order. It's discussing it was different. He had one style belt, and they had a different belt. His belt, Aaron, was actually shotness. It had woolen linen. And their belt, no. Uh, how were they dressed? Now we go with the pasuk that says, V'hagarta otam. That was written by the uh, actual tetzaveh uh, 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 in the, uh, in the, uh, in the uh, commandment. Good, that's the pshita uh, of that opinion. Oh, but according to the opinion that says it was Aaron and then the children. What did he do with the person Hagarta Otam, which is Mashma? It was together. He comes along and says the opposite. That they, the, the theme were exactly the same. And therefore, even the Abnet of the Kohen Hidyot was actually Shatnez. And therefore, they were both made up the same material. So the Hagarta Otam, according to him, is not discussing order, it's discussing style. But the style of that Abnet team were the same. However, Vayagor, Oto Abnet, Vayagor Otam, Lamali, what are those people coming to Tamish? Mamina, Aaron, Vayakach, Banav. Now the Gibra asked the obvious question, how do you put on the belt simultaneously? The court opinion says it was there, I have no problem. First they did the Aaron, and then they did his children. But the opinion that says is literal. How could Moshe dress several people at the same time? Gibra says, Lord Serecha de Agdim. It's not talking about mamash simultaneously, but it's really referring to what? That, uh, the Agdim. One came first. What does that mean? Look at Rashi. Let's look at the Agdim. Actually, let's look at Rashi right before that. Kubebat achat mi mashkachat la? Shiyem Moshe lebado choger hamisha bin adam ke achat? Right? Is it possible for Moshe to dress five people simultaneously? Lo tzirikha de'agdim. Lo bevat ahat mamash ka'amar. It doesn't mean mamash simultaneously. Ela ze achar ze. Of course, it was consecutive, one after the other. Aval besedir ehad hayu. But it was in one order. Velo efsik beged aher bintayim. Without any other garment in between. Meaning... That she's going to tell us the way they got dressed was in a way where all the belts were back to back to each other. He saved the belts to the last, then he put Aaron's belt and uh, the the Kohen and the belts um, of, the, of the children after. He put all the begadim on Aaron, like we learned. And he left his belt off. Here it clearly says in the she that the. Uh, he dressed them, he put the mechnasayim on, ketonet, umitsnefet, and then he put the, uh, you know, the uh, other garments as well. So again, from the Shiovet's mashma, that again, uh, Moshe did indeed dress even the mechnasayim to the Kohanim. Then he took five belts. Then he took five belts. 
So what it means that he dressed them in one shot means it was five belts in a row. Now obviously he didn't do it simultaneously. He was dagdim. He put all the other clothes on first and then he left the belts for last. According to the opinion of those Aaron and then his children, like it says, which means in that case he would dress he dressed Aaron and then he put on his belt as well. And then he dressed the big day of the children and then he put on their belt. So that would be he dressed himself. Everybody agrees the belt of Aaron was put on first. The only mahluk we come out now the Baskanadis Gemara was there back to back or was there the dressing of the children in between? So we have a great mahlukin over here, just what happened at the time of the Miluim in the way the Kohanim were dressed. And now we move on to the next piece. The Mara says, we learned in our Mishnah, Mafrishim Kohen Gadol. Seven days before Kippur, we separated or we sequestered the Kohen Gadol into the office called the Shkat Parhedrin which is in the uh, area of the Beit HaMikdash. So the Gemara says, Lama Mafrishin? What is the purpose of this Hafrasha? What are we doing here? What are we trying to accomplish? So the Gemara says, Lama Mafrishin? What are we sequestering for? Kede Kamrinat. Il Rabbi Hanan, Kede Itle, Il Rishlakish, Kede Itle. We're just learning for the past five pages over here. That's the Suya. We have Rabbi Hanan says we sequester him because we have a pasuk by the Miluim. That's just like by the Miluim, Aaron was sequestered for seven days before he's going to go into the court. So to the Kohen Gadol before Kippur. Oh, we learn from Sinai. So what, what, what kind of question is that? Why? Why? We, we, we sufficiently stated the case according to Rabbi Hanan Shtakish. Why? So the Gemara says, This is what the Gemara's question is. Why does he have to leave his house? Meaning, why does he have to leave his wife? But as she understands the question, I read it inside, Mebetov, he means his wife. Lama Piresh. Meishtor Lama Piresh. Tavo Ishtor Emosham. Let him bring his wife to the Shkat Panedrin with him. Sha'areh al-Kurhaq l'Shkat Panedrin lo'ayta kedushah. She's now taking care of a side question. Yeah, maybe you'll argue with me. How could you take your uh, wife to the Shkat Pededin if they're all in the Beit HaMikdash area? So he says, well, obviously it doesn't have the Kedushah because the Kohen Gadol is going in that spot and he's sleeping in that spot. Now we know that in the holy areas of the Beit HaMikdash, you're not even allowed to sit. Kol Sheken, sleep. So if we're letting the Kohen sleep there for seven days, obviously that's not the area of... Kedushah. So therefore, that she says, let him take his wife. Tosfot on the bottom, mibeto lama piresh. We can read that together. Piresh Rashi. Tavo ishtoi Moshem. Shereh Korach l'shkat peredrin loaita kedushah. Obviously, l'shkat peredrin is not kadosh. Why she'en yeshiva ba'azara kol sheken shekiva? Right, you're not allowed to sit in the azara kol sheken sleep. If they're letting him sleep, so that means no kedushah. The kashi alam. Tosfot has a question. Maybe the Panadrin section doesn't have the Kedushah of the Azara. 
it's still Harabai, it's still Temple Mount. Tamanim Perik Parat Hatat, the whole Harabai, Mahane Leviyahu. The whole Temple Mount has the status of Mahane Levi. Ubaad Kedi, and Urashali Kanis, Mahane Leviyah. And we know the Masikh Pesahim that through Mahane Leviyah, you cannot have a Baal Kedi. So therefore, we're back to the question. How did she tell us over here, bring his wife? You can't bring your wife, so that, that, that cannot be the Gemara's question. So therefore, the Sword says, Eda Yesh Lefaresh, Mibeto Lama Piresh, Habana Lememar Shiafrishu, the Mechila Achat Meharabaya. That's what the Gemara is saying. Don't bring him to Panedrim. Bring him to one of the tunnels on Harabayat. And those tunnels were really not considered Harabayat proper. And there he'd be able to be with his wife. But the Gemara was not asking that he should bring his wife to the Shkat Panedrim. That's not, a, that's not an option. So again, we have a great Mahlokan over here, Rashid Tosfot. If in the Shkat Panedrim, it would be permissible to be with one's wife. Rashid's Mahashma, yeah. That's what was only the question. Uh, bring his wife to the Shkat Panedrim. That's what we're talking about. The Shkapanin has a deen of Mahalil Viyah. Mahalil Viyah is Kiddushah. Balkiri cannot even go there. So therefore, he'll bring him to one of the tunnels over there by the by the Bet Magdash area with his wife. Why are you separating from his wife? So comes again what Ad says. Tanya, we have a blighter. Rabbi Yudah ben Betera Omer, Rabbi Yudah ben Betera says, Shemit Timsa Ishto Sefek Nida. We're concerned that what? That the Kohen Gadol's wife might become Sefek Nida. And she says, how she becomes Sefek Nida? Shemitimsa Damala Sadin Shikarhabo. Which means she's gonna, he's gonna find blood on the sheet. After the Tashmish, she's gonna clean herself, and on the, on the, on the bed, there's gonna be blood. Well, actually, they're not going to know. Take it back. She's not going to clean herself with the sadin. She's going to be on the sadin. Blood on the sheet. And they're not going to know. When did this blood come here? Did it come here before the tashmish? So maybe the blood was just there from before. Or maybe it came during the tashmish. And therefore, the coin was actually a bo'el nida. So therefore, bo'el nida tamish v'achamim. So therefore, the Gemara says, and I read it inside, Please, before the Tashmish, they're going to have Tashmish. Right? Now, gonna, it's much from the Gemara that it's, they saw the blood first. He looked at the blood on the, on the, on the Sadin. Yeah, okay, my wife, well, did it come uh, before? Is it coming uh, after? Or they, or they don't know? So he might have relations with his wife in a situation where she is Safek Nida. So the Gemara says, "Atu b'rishigai askinan." What are we talking about over here? We're talking about the Shaim. Are we talking about a case where the guy knows his wife is Sephik Nida and he's going to have relations? He's going to over here. We're not talking about a Rasha that's going to go blatantly and uh, be with a Sephik Nida. So the Gemara no, no, no. Ela, the cases, and this was the Rashi that we just read, by the way. It's on this case. The first case is not where they check the sheets after Tashmish. The first case is. There's, there's uh, a safik already. He doesn't know if she's Nida or not. He'll have relations. And therefore, he needs seven days. They forgot to be away from his wife. He goes, I'm going to go uh, willingly to be with his wife, Safik Nida. So now, maybe he'll have relations with his wife. And after, it'll, subsequently, it'll be found that watch Safik Nida. How? When they find the blood on the sheet, and they're not going to know. 
when the blood came, came and therefore he's got to take a seven day uh, period of, of uh, purification. Purification. It's also Tamir seven days. Now we understand why he's got to keep away from his wife. Why? Because because the hashash of this safek. Because if he's going to be with his wife, then he's not going to be ready for Kippur. He needs seven days. So then when they told him, separate from his wife. It's an anyar of Bu'ayn Lida. Right. So they said this over to, the rabbi said this over to Rav Chizda. And they said, Keman, Kerbi Akiva. This has got to be going like the Shittab Rabbi Akiva. The Amar that said, Nida because it's indeed the Akiva's opinion that says the nida is not only mitameh the nida, it's mitameh the husband. Now hold it. Everybody holds that bo'el nida is mitameh seven days. That's a pasuk in the Torah. So therefore, what does the Gemara mean over here? Oh, this must be going like the Akiva. What do you mean? The Banan also agree. So that she over here gives a very important uh, introduction or explanation of the mahluk between the Akiva and the Hakamim regarding this subject. Let's read it together. Keman. Kedabi Akiva. The Amar Aro'ed dam et tamayat bo'ala. Le mafreya kol me'et le'et. Meaning that the husband would have to count uh, seven days. And uh, the seven days he would count is, uh, we call that mi'at la'at, when the lady, right, when a lady becomes uh, a nida, and we're safik, if it was from the tashmish, if it was from before, so what the rabbis did was, they said that everything she touched, like taharot and things like that, from 24 hours before the rabbinical injunction over here, she had tashmish, she's misupiket. She, she nida, did it come from here, did it come from before, where, where, where's his blood? Mm-hmm. So for 24 hours before, already retroactively, everything she touches becomes tameh. So it says, Keshem shigazu shetum'at ta'arot me'et ta'et l'mafleya. Upelutai v'masech nida. Here it is. The mahlokah is over masech nida, pere kolayyan. Vachitunan, derech benot Yisrael, the way of the Jewish woman was what? Meshameshot b'shne'edim. That... Before the Tashmish, they would prepare two Edim, two cloths, two white cloths, they're called Edim. The reason why they're called Edim, because they testify. The cloth lets us know what's going on over here. <laughs> she would have one, and he would have one. If right after Tashmish, he takes this head, and he cleans himself, and he sees blood, then for sure... We know this lady was Nida, because where did that blood come from? It's not normal for a man to secrete blood from that spot. It must be that that blood came from where? The Tashmish. And therefore, you know, both of them are going to be Tameh, Vadai. That she says, Vadai ayadam bishad bi'ah. She'en derech ha'ish natsip menudam. Nimsa al... Okay, case number two. Nimsa al shela. Now let's say you found the blood on her head. Otyom. What does otyom mean? Vehu lashon miyad bilson yevani. Otyom means immediately. Meaning right after the tashmish, boom, she made a kinuah, uh, she cleaned herself on the spot, and you found blood. She can have b'frishat yisiat shamash miyad. The second uh, the shamash pulled out, boom, she made a kinuah. What's the deen? Temeim vadai. That's also Tamir Badai. No she'ilah. So there's two cases over here that everybody agrees on. 
If he made a kinuah at any time after the tashmish, doesn't have to be otiyom, because if it's on him, where does blood come from? Only from there. It only came from the tashmish. The blood doesn't come from that uh, makom. So on him, it's automatic vadai. From her, it has to be what? Otiyom immediately. Mm-hmm. Right after the shemosh comes out, she makes a kinuah, then you know it's tameh vadai. She's seven days. Any seven days. Now, according to everybody, Nimsal Next case. Let's say the blood was found. meaning kilomar. She put her bidika a little far away from the tashmish. Then there's tumah, but that's safik. What's the case? The ezu harzeman. Which means the amount of time that it would take her to get off the bed and make the kinuah. 30 seconds, but that's the shi'ud. I mean, it's, of course, the shi'ud of time, but they're saying if she hesitated to make the bidika from the time that it takes not to take, get off the bed and do the bidika, so then it says, uh, what? It's going to be a safik, safik tum'ah. Now again, Safek Tumah shall be Safek seven days, and he'll be Safek as well, seven days. Now, Now, if let's say, she makes the Bidika after that. Later time. A later time. Past the time that it takes to get off the bed and do the Kinuah. Then, then we just put the retroactive tomorrow. Now what? She's things retroactively. We say whatever she came in contact with in the past 24 hours is going to be tamer. However, such tumah is not going to be mitameh the baal. He doesn't get a seven day tumah. Meaning, when the rabbis made a decree that she has to go 24 hours back on what she touched, what's the logic of that? Again, we say that, uh, we don't know, maybe this uh, came from, uh, or maybe this was really, the blood was there from... From before, so it was there from before, so we, we, put, we, we, we retroactive it 24 hours. However, it doesn't affect the Baal, that case. The Biyaki Ba'amir, That's where your Mahlouk is. The Biyaki says, even in such a case, the Baal is Tamir, seven days. So we have three cases here. We have three stages, exactly. We have stage number one, Otyum. Sure. Oh, by the lady we're talking now Because when the man makes the bidika and he finds blood on him There's no shayla, it doesn't matter when After okay. tashmish, 10 seconds, 20 seconds, a minute, 2 minutes Obviously it came from the batomakom So on the man's side there's no stage here It's automatic, it's vadai On the lady there's 3 stages There's otyom Right away, vadai She's 7, he's 7 Kedesh tered minam mita v'tadiyah panea shilmata that's already Safik. She's Tamea, he's Tamea. No argument here. Where do we have the argument in the Akiva and Hakamim? In the third stage. Which means after the time that it takes to get off the bed, let's say a minute later, for argument's sake. Oh, so now she makes a Bidika and she finds blood. In this case, the deen is Hakamim, put it to Manar, the Mafleya. That what? That everything she came in contact with. 
within the past 24 hours, me'it le'it we call that, retroactive is going to become tameh. So now, Rabbi Akiva comes along and says, not only is she mitameh le'mafreya, but we give the husband tum'at shiva as well in this case, and the hachamim say, no, no, no. Whenever you give the lady tum'at le'banan le'mafreya, you don't give the husband tum'at nida for seven days. That specific case is the mahlokah. Now we go back to our case. The Kohen Gadol is in the Neshkat uh, Peredrim. So the Gebra says, hey, what do you got to put him in the Neshkat Peredrim for? What do you bring? Let, let him go with his wife. What, what are you worried about? No, what do you mean? Worried about uh, Safik Nida over here. So, oh, you're worried about Safik Nida? Uh, oh, that must be only going like Rabbi Akiva. So the Gebra is going to say, what do you got to say only Rabbi Akiva? I can tell you that it can even be going like the rabbis. Which means, uh, it's only like Rabbi Akiva, if you learn the case is talking about <coughs> stage 3. But if you're talking about, let's say, stage 2, even the Achamim would agree you have a Tumah of 7. So the Gemara says this. Gemara says, so we start out now that you have the introduction, we can read this inside. Amaruha. We're going to start from Amaruha. Amaruha Rabbanan, the first one in line is Sefek Nida. Amaruah Rabbanan kamed Rav Chazda Kema anti Rabbi Akiva Adaman nida metamad boala di Rabbanan because we tamiz the Rabbanan ha amri en nida metamad boala they hold that the nida is not metamad the boal but in which case only the after stage three so Amalehu Rav Chazda so Rav Chazda afilu tenu Rabbanan what do you mean? You can even say it's Rabbanan ad kan lo padigi Rabbanan ad Rabbi Akiva ela beachar achar right. Into after after, meaning ahar otyom, that's stage two, ahar ahar, after ahar, you have otyom, that's immediate, then you have ahar otyom, after otyom, and then you have ahar ahar, that's stage three, that's where they're arguing. About behad ahar, but after one ahar, meaning after stage two, so therefore you have no proof to say that this is only going to be akiva, I can tell you that the case is what we're worried. If the Kohen is going to be with his wife, and then she's going to make a uh, bedika, by the time it takes her to get off the bed in that shirud, even the rabbis are going to say, what? Safik nida, both sides. Therefore, he's going to be tamir seven days. Therefore, he's not going to be ready to work in the bed. That's why you don't send his wife with him. It's an issue of nida. Good? Amar bizera. So that bizera comes along and says, Hadush. You know what I learned from all this? Now we know in Nida, a lady, she goes to the Mikveh after seven complete days at night. Nida, the Torah clearly says, she cannot go to the Mikveh during the day. She needs to wait seven complete days, and then she goes to the Mikveh. The Bizera says, I'm learning from here, that a Bo'el Nida, husband, when he becomes Tamir uh, for seven days, he's allowed to go to the Mikveh during the day. He does not have to wait until the night. Why? Why do you know that? Because if you're going to tell me, Bu'el Nida is like that, he's got to go after the seventh night. Emat Tabil. When is he going to go to the Mikveh? Belilyah. So you tell me, well, seven days, that means he's going to go Lil Kippur. Because that's the seventh night. That's wait seven days. Lel Kippur, the night of the tenth, he's going to have to go to the mikveh. So what? Let him go to the mikveh. What's the difference? Let him go. What's the problem? 
Lemachar hechi avid avoda. How's he going to work in the Beit Hamikdash on Kippur Day? The Abai ha'ed of Shemesh. For a person to become tahor, you need two things. You need mikveh, and then you need nightfall. Now, when you go at night, it's already nightfall already. So you're not going to become tahor to Motzei Kippur. So therefore, how's he going to work? He's going to the mikveh leil Kippur. Otam, they separated him seven days. Mm-hmm. He waits seven days for the nida item. Mm-hmm. Leil Kippur, he goes to the mikveh to milat mitzvah. Beautiful. Is he tahor yet to work in the Beit Hamikdash? No. Why? You need the Erev Shemesh. Did he have the Erev Shemesh? No. What does Erev Shemesh mean? You need the Mikveh, and then followed by sunset. Here, when sunset came, he was still Tameh. He went to the Mikveh after sunset. And therefore, what does he become Tahor? Motzaeh Kippur. Motzaeh Kippur finished. Who works then? Who worked? You must say that he goes to the Mikveh the seventh day, Erev Kippur in the afternoon. Once the night comes... <laughs> By the next morning, already he's permissible to do the avodah. That's the proof of Rabbi Zera. Again, get the terminology. Rabbi Nida is not like a nida in the sense of when they go to the mikveh. Comes Gemarad says, Ravshimi I argue. I can tell you, Bo'enli does like an Ida, he's got to go at night. Hey, he's got to go at night, we got a problem over here. So, no, I solved the problem. When do, you, when do you separate him? You separate him right before Shikia'ah. On, uh, on that day. Let's say it's Monday, alright? So Monday before Shiki'ah, or actually, let, let's, let, let's, take one, let's take dates. Normally, we have to separate a mat on the Kippur, so the third day, right? On the third day of Tishrin, you have to mafrishim until you get to Kippur. So you get your seven days, right? So Eid of Kippur would be the seventh day. So our question was, hey, he's going to the very night. Clear Kippur, there's no Eid of Shemesh. So no, no, no. I'll make it eight days. How do I make it eight days? Let him separate on the uh, on the second, really, before sunset. Okay. Which means it's the day of the second, right before sunset. Now, once you separate right before that day, day that's considered day one already. Yeah. So now already, technically, you count the seven days. It's the seventh day is going to come out on... The night before Kippur. Right, the night before Kippur. So I can tell you, right, on the uh, 8th. The 8th will be the seventh day, the 8th of Tishri. Let him go to the Mikveh that night, which is the uh, 9th. And then he has Ha'irev uh, Shemesh, right? And then uh, the, on the 10th, which is Kippur, that's a lot. He doesn't work at night. He doesn't have to do the work until the following morning. So you have Ha'irev Shemesh. So what Shimi says, you have no proof. I can, I can make a case... Well, I can make him go to the McVeigh at night and still be ready for his service. See, our whole problem was, you only deal with seven days here. Seven days, you're stuck. You, don't yeah, have, you, you, you need out. an extra night for Hedef Shemesh. He created the extra night. By being Mafrishim a minute, be, even a minute before Santa, by the yeah, way. that's good enough. A minute before Santa, that day counts. That's day, day one. one. So all all you long. need is away from your wife for, what, for, for a minute before sunset. It counts as day one. So now what, what he gained is, is getting you eight days. So therefore, on the uh, 8th, right, that's already ready seven, seven days. 
And now, the 8th of Tishri, I mean. Then he goes to the Mikveh that night. That's the 9th of Tishri by night. He needs the Erev Shemesh? No problem. Take a full night till you get your Erev Shemesh till the night of Kippur. Bingo. Now already, once Kippur comes, he's, he's ta'on the gamne, and he can serve. So we have a, you have a machloket over here between the Bizera and the Shimi. Is a Bo'el Nida, Kenida, or not? Comes the Gemara and says, like this. I'm going to answer the questions now. Metive, we have a question. The whole issue is over here. We need, we need, if you say he goes to the McVeigh at night, our dilemma is, you need another night for the Ayn of Shemesh. That's fine, but is it, don't you need seven days regardless, whether it's Nida or Boelida? Yeah, you're getting seven days. The question is, when does he go to the McVeigh? Does he go to the McVeigh during the day? Or does he go to the McVeigh during the night? So the first rabbi said, Got to be going during the day, because you got to get that head of shemesh in. If Shimi says, "No, I can tell you, he's even going at night." What do you mean? Where's your head of shemesh? No, because you take him, you take him before shikiah, so you get an extra day. So therefore, he goes to the mikveh on the eighth at night, which is the ninth. Kapoor night is his head of shemesh, and he works the next day. Comes again with us as mitiv. We have a question. All the people that are obligated to go to the mikveh to be latan bayum. The Tevilah is in the day. Nida, however, a Nida, Viyoleda, that's the lady gives birth. Tevilatan, Balayla. So the Gibraltar makes a diuk. Nida, in. Boil Nida, lo. Question on Nafshimi. Because the Gibraltar is Mashma, only a Nida goes by day, by night. But Mashma, Boil Nida, no, go by day. When it says nida, it means nida and everything that comes from the nida. What's the tumah of a boy nida? It comes from nida. The pasuk says by the boy nida, uti nidata alav. Her nida goes on him. So therefore, when it says nida, nida means nida, boy nida, anything that comes from the nida itself. Then we have no proof. Metibe, we have another question. Baalkeri ke magah sheretz. Okay, we have a Baal Keri, that's a person that has a seminal discharge. He has the status of somebody that touches a Sheritz. Now, Sheritz is an Avatuma. Somebody would touch a Sheritz that would make him a Rishon. So they really tell you a Baal Keri is considered like a Magah Sheritz, which is a Rishon. Wait stronger? Yes, stronger. Ketameh met, which make him a avatumah. Somebody got tameh from a met, a met is aviavot. And this is av. So the first one is telling us levels. Balakiri is a rishon, barnida is an av. But it's comparing it in a different sense as well. Look at Rashi, please, three lines on the bottom. Balakiri came agashed, it's three lines on the bottom in Rashi. Litbol bayom. And also, it's like a sheritz that the Balakiri goes to the mikveh in the day. Tumato. And a boil nida is like a tamemet that he goes to the mikveh on the seventh day. So we're comparing, we're comparing uh, when they go to mikveh. Meaning, the sheretz is like the balkeri that all you need is one day, it's one day tumah. You go to mikveh during the day and you just need the shemesh. Boil nida is like a tamemet. Tamemet. It's seven. 
but it's also day. Tamei, what does he do? A guy came to Tamei corpse to ma. He goes to the grave the seventh day. So you see clearly you have a bright that it says Boel Nida is like Tamei Med, and Tamei Med is day. Right. So comes the Gemara. It's question on Nafshimi. So the Gemara says, no, first of all, who told you what we're talking about in this Braita? It just says, Bo'el Nida Ketamem Mit. Regarding what? You already explained it when they go to the Mikveh. Who said? Who said? The Gemara says, My love, Litmilah. Most people are talking about when they go to the Mikveh. Tevilah. No, Litumatan. It's discussing the level of Tum'ah that they have. Which means it's telling you, you should know a Baal Keri is a Rishon. He's like a uh, Magash Eretz. And you should know a Bo'enida, uh, he's like a Tamehmet, meaning he's an Av. Which means it's just telling you what type of tumor that they have. Who told you it's telling you when they go to the Mikveh? The connection between Baal Keri and Magash Eretz and Bo'enida and Tamehmet is the Enyan Tum'ah. Rashi, Lol the Tum'atan, two lines on the bottom. Balkeri ke magasher is the tumat erev verishon the tumah uboel nida tumat shiva the other tumah ketamemet it's telling you he's a rishon it's a one day item he's a an ab it's a seven day item the Gemara says hold it do I need a brayta to tell me the level of tumah that they have and how long the tumah is these are beferush pesukim in the Torah the Gemara says tumatan. Okay. They're talking about the tells us the Tumah of a Baal Keri and the Tumah of a Boen Lida. So the Gemara says, Hai Tumat Shiva Ketibe, the Hai Tumat Shiva Ketibe, which means by the Boen Lida, it tells us that it is a seven day Tumah. And by the Tamemet, it tells us it's a seven day Tumah. So what do I need a Braita? Well, you come to explain me Pesukim in the Torah? It's not even explaining it. It's Beferush. Right. So we're back to the question. Right. What, do I need to what is this Braita? So it says, la Must be it's telling us when they go to the Mikveh. And that means it's telling us that they go to the Mikveh, they need that Bo'ili that goes by day. Question on Rafshimi. Kevara says, Lo. Le'olam le'tum'atam. I tell you it's Tum'atan. And it's a Hadush over here. Ah, what's the Hadush? Sefa is Tarikhalim. The end of that Brayta is the Hadush. Elan is the end of the Brayta. Shehamur memenu bo'el nida. The bo'el nida is strict. In what sense? Shemitameh mishkav umoshav betum'ah kala letameh ochlin umashkin. Explain like this. A nida lady, a lady who's nida, we know she's metameh meshkav moshav. Meshkav moshav is anything she sits on or lies on becomes tameh. Even if she's sitting on ten mattresses, all ten doesn't matter. The tumah goes all the way down. Everything becomes tameh. That's the that's the lady of nida. Now, whatever she sits on becomes tameh, becomes abat tumah. If a person touches those mattresses, for example, they will become now a Rishon the Tum'ah. So the Tum'at Mishkav and Moshav of a Nidah is called Tum'ah Hamura, because it has the ability to transfer to Adam. Okay, whenever it affects Adam, that's considered Tum'ah Hamura. By Tum'at Met, there is no Mishkav and Moshav. God touches a corpse, or is in the same room as a corpse, he's Tameh, he's an Av. 
but it doesn't affect what he sits on. There's no such thing as tumat mishkav umoshav by tamimit. However, the Torah clearly tells us by a boen nida that whatever he sits on and whatever he lies on is tamim. Oh, so you say, oh, it's tamim. It's the same thing like nida. No, yeah. here's the hadush. His tumat mishkav umoshav is considered tumat kala. Meaning that mattress and what he sat on or the chair has this din of a rishon. It cannot metame adam. It can only metame ochli mumashkim. And that's a So the tumat mishkav moshav of bo'el nida is different than the tumat mishkav moshav of a nida. So therefore that's the hadus of this. When it says it's comparing it le tumah, it's coming to tell you that it's more hamur. Then Mishka, then a, then a Tumat Met, in the sense that it has Mishkav Moshav, but you should know it's a limited Mishkav Moshav. It's called Tumat Kala, that it can only metameh, ochlim, umashkim. Now, how do we know this? Yeah, I'll tell you how you know it. Because the Torah says, Uti nidata ala. That when a man is with a nida, the nida goes on him. That already should have been enough for me to know he's like a nida, and therefore Meshkav Moshav. You don't got to tell me in a Beferush Pasuk that he's Metameh Meshkav Moshav. Once you tell me he has a deen of a nida, it's automatic. Equal. Why did the Torah have to go out of its way by Bo'el Nida and say, Bechol HaMeshkav Hashem Yishkav Alav? And I must be telling me that his Meshkav Moshav is different. Because otherwise you can just keep quiet, don't say anything. Once you tell me what he did at Ta'alab, he's a nida. Good, whatever nida is, that's what he is. And the fact that it had to write it explicitly, teaches me what? His Meshkav Moshav must be different. How is it different? It's only Metameh, Ochli Mumashkim, and not... And not Adam. That's more Hamur than... The Tamimit. Tamimit does not have Mishkav Moshav at all. However, it's not like any that. So therefore, yes, there is a Hadush in the Tumahi, by the way. So when you come and tell me this Braita, you're really telling me a Hadush of it. You're explaining the parameter of what? The Tumah of a Bo'el Nida. Which means, Bo'el Nida is like what? Is like a Tumahimit. That what? It has seven days, and the Tumat Mit also has seven days. Is that the Hadush yet? No. But we're setting up for the Hadush. The Sefa is the Hadush. And the Tumat, the Bo'el Nida, that we said has seven days, you should know it's got a Mishkav and Moshav of Kula. That what? That it's only Adam. So there is a Hadush in the Sefa of the statement. So therefore, Rafshimi says, I, you, I, no question on me from here. Really, I'll tell you, Bo'el Nida is Kinida, and therefore he has to go to the Mikveh at night. And this over here was not discussing when they go to the Mikveh, we're just discussing the parameters of the Tum'ah. Comes the Gemara and says, Tashema. On the uh, fourth line. Detani de Bichiyah. Hazav. Be'azavah. Hamesorah. Zav Zavah, there was a man or a lady that had an emission. Hamesorah is a leper. Hamesorah is a female leper. Uboim nida, vitamimit, tevilatam, bayom. This is straight out the right there. Clearly says, Boim nida is in the day. Now, nida violated, tevilatam, balayla. Tiyufta. That's it, refutation. Now, Rashimi can answer this. 
he hits and all the other ones, he's beferush. It's clearly making a haluk between bo'el nida and nida. And it's telling you that bo'el nida goes to the mikveh in the day. That's a refutation against Avshimi and therefore Avzerah. It's correct when he said, Bo'el nida enok nida. Bo'el nida goes in the day and the nida goes at night. Now the Gemara asks another question. New question. New point. You're so concerned about his wife. Separated from his wife. She might be Sefik Nida. You have a seven days. Before you get involved in only worrying about his wife, why don't you separate the Kohen from potential situations of Tumat Mit? How? Look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. Well, during the, his stay in the Shkat Panhedrin, there's people coming in and out, teaching him, visiting him. What's going to happen? You, you're worried about Tumat, aren't you? So we should make full sequestered, meaning uh, uh, solitary confinement. confinement. Nobody's been able to come in and see him. A guy might walk in to see him, and the guy dies now. He's under the same roof of him, he becomes to in. And in seven days, you're stuck, you'll be able to work on Kippur. And if you're so worried about Sifikot, the guy, the guy might die on him. So comes the Gibran and says, Amar Rav Tahlifa, Rav Tahlifa said, Abu Dravuna, Zotomeret must be, we can learn from here, Tumatamet Hutrahi Bisibur. Back to something related to Pesachim. We say it like this. Must be, we're not worried about it. You know why? Let's say a guy dies on him. Now he becomes Tameh. However, we have a rule. Meaning, we're going to learn like this. In a case where the Kohen needs to bring Korbenot Sibur, this is for the Sibur of it. All the Korbenot of Kippur, besides a few which we'll discuss in a moment, they're Korbenot Sibur, the Fikla Israel. So the Gemara's understanding now must be that once the Kohen needs to bring public offering, so there's no problem. But let him become Tameh. The guy dies. So what? Tum'ah Hutra means it's permissible. So therefore, that's not a concern of mine. Now, Nida. No, that's different. Which means when we learned Tumat Rabbi Sibur in Masikat Pesachim, it was Dafka to admit. Right? We learned Parazav, Zabah, Mitzorah, all those other things. We didn't learn because it was Gizrot Katu we learned over there. Right? Ish, Ish, Kiye, Tameh. So Tameh, which means Tameh Lamet, we learned. But the point over the Gemara is Tumat Met's not going to impact us at all over here. So the Shayla then you have to ask is like this. Hold it. You give me a clown. Korbenot Sibur. But what about the Queen's personal korbanot that he's bringing? Besides the public korbanot, there's personal korbanot over here. So that she offers us two answers. That she says the two following answers. Answer number one is like this. When we say korbanot sibur or hutra, you know what it really means? That's a general way of saying Korbanot that are bound by time. Because normally Korbanot Sibur are bound by time. 
دولت تمیچ شاهار بن بای تایم دولت تمیچ بن ریزو دیگه تایم بن قربانات نورمالی قربان سیبود این از بوران پسر از بوران سکوت یا خیلی نورمالی نه دیر و نه دبا بات if you have a قربان یا خیلی از بن بای تایم it follows the same rules it's kavuah losman so therefore in the kingdom Aaron can also bring his قربانات on Kippur because it's kavuah losman like a قربان سیبود to mount up a سیبود answer number two that she says that without Aaron bringing his korbanot, you can't bring the korbanot sibur. So therefore, his korbanot yachir are linked to the korbanot sibur. Therefore, if we say tomato abis sibur, it's going to affect Aaron's korbanot as well. So then we're not worried about Aaron's korbanot. So the Gemara wants to prove from over here, from the fact that you're not worried about the Kohen coming in contact with human beings during the seven days, mm-hmm. is because you don't care if they die. Because even if they die, Tum'ah hutra besibur, it's permissible fim lechet. When we say the word hutra means, it's mutar lechet tehila, go bring the korban. So comes the Gemara and says, Ravina Amar, Afilu tema tum'ah tamed dehoyai besibur. He said, no, no, no. You have no proof of it. Maybe I'll tell you tum'ah dehoyah. How did we learn in Pesachim what tum'ah dehoyah means? Dehoyah means... We'll let the Kohen serve if he became Tamimit, but it's Bidiyavad. Mm-hmm. Meaning only if you have no options. It's not Lechat Tahida. Dehoya means Bidohak, meaning under pressure, under circumstance, we'll allow it. Hutra means, go right ahead, no problem. He comes Tamimit, Dehoya means it's pushed away, but if you have another angle or option, do it. So he says, I really tell you, you know what? Really, Tumad Dehoya. Also, if it's tumat dechoya, how come we don't sequester from uh, human beings? You know what the answer is? Tumat tamet loshkicha, because it's obvious, it's not common that people die. Right? That's already a far-fetched thing. However, tumat beto shkicha, but the tumat nida is shkia. So I'm going to separate him from the tumot that are more frequent. The tumat from his wife, and that happens. So therefore, all you got to sequester from his wife. But what am I worried about? I'm worried about during the seven days that the guy shouldn't walk into the room. There's what? It's a far hashat. The guy's going to die during that time. That's no shkiha. Comes the Gemara and says, Itmar, tumatamet, regarding tumatamet. Rav Nachman Amar, hutrai besibur. Rav Sheshat Amar, dehoyai besibur. Here we go. We have a famous ma'alokan over here between Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshat. Is Tum'ah Hutra or Tum'ah Dehuya? So the Gemara explains the parameters of the Mahlokim. Now what was a Bet'ah? Bet'ah was the, the daily group of Kohanim that served. You had the Mishmar, which was the general group. The Mishmar was separated into six parts. That was the, Each part was called what? Bet'ah. So now the Gemara is saying, you have a Bet'ah, let's say Sunday's group. Okay? You have in the group... Temeim and Teorim. Now we have a question. Well, according to the opinion of Tumah Hutra, do you say, well, give it to the Tameh? Well, you have Temeim and Teorim, even the one that says Tumah Hutra, give it to the Teorim. What do you have to give it to the Temeim for? So again, Hechadika Temeim the Teorim Ba'u Betav, Kola Amalo Perigi the Teorim Avde, Temeim Lo Avde. Give it to the Teorim, what do you have to do with Betumah for? Ki Perigi Le'adure Ul'atuye Teorim Betav Aharina. The question is if I say the whole bit'av is temeim. Do you have to go now to another bit'av and get tehorim? 
רב נחמן אמר, היתר היא בסיבור ולא מהדרינן. היא זאת אומרת, אותה, don't bother yourself, let them bring it. However, ורב ששת אמר, דחויה היא בסיבור מהדרינן. היא זאת אומרת, דחויה, go trouble yourself, go find our guys from another bit up and let them bring. That's the nafka amina. Now, goes a step further. אפילו אחד איכא טהורים וטמאים, והיא בית אב. יאף, טהורים וטמאים, פליגי רב נחמן. רב נחמן still argues and says what? ואמרי עב דנמי טמאים. You can even bring, the טמאים can bring the color. רק אסטומאה הותרה. But you have טהורים over there. So what? There's no difference. You can bring the color with the טמאים, because טומאה הותרה. וכל טומאת מת בסיבור, רחמנה שריה. היי. The Torah says, Tum'at met, Bishibur is mutar. Once it's mutar, he's, he's like a tahor. And they wouldn't open the Torah was matirit. How do you know the Torah was matirit? Top line in Nashi. Dikhtiv, Ish. He yetamil ha-nefesh, Ya'aseh Pesach Sheni. That's an individual. Ish nidhaya le-Pesach Sheni, Ve'en Sibur nidhaya. Aval zavin, umsura'in, nidot, ve'yoldot, like we just learned, Chinitme'u, Yotse'a alab me'gufo. It's a different. That tumat comes from their body. That's mohamur, mm-hmm. which is tumat met is from an external source, spot. Another source. So therefore, we say tumat hutra by tumat met. But a tumat that emanates of the body, then we say lo hutra uboem nida kenida, which means when we say boem nida kenida, it didn't come from his body, but it came from her body. But you know what? Boem nida kenida. He has the din of. Nida. And therefore, by a Bo'el Nida, we don't say this deen of Tum'ah, Utra, Nisibur. Because you ask me a question, you'll tell me, okay, what do you have to separate the Kohen from his wife seven days? Because, Tum'at met, we say Utra. Right, according to Rabbi Nachman. Oh, wait. And Nida is not, because it comes from my body. Oh, good. Bo'el Nida doesn't come from his body. It should have a deen of Tum'at met. And therefore, we should say, don't separate it from his wife. And because so what? Tum'at Utra, no, no, no. Bo'el Nida, Kenida. And therefore, it's like it comes from his body. Therefore, you have to separate him from his wife. Why don't you have to separate him from a peep from people? From people. So two answers. Either you hold So therefore, what do you care? Let, let, let the guy die. You, you, you bring it b'sibur, no problem. Or you say what? No, really, tumah dechuya b'sibur. So why don't you concern? Because I'm not concerned. Tum'ah is law shi'ha. And now we also have another fantastic look at over here on how far Rav Nachman went with this Tum'ah Utra. According to the first shita, he only said Tum'ah Utra when all you have is Tum'ahim in the Betav. But if you have Teorim in the Betav, use the Teorim. The Ikad Amri says, even if you have Teorim in the Betav, you can use the Tum'ahim. Why? Because the Torah was Matirit.